When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How beneficial has that time been? Well, usually I say that international breaks, especially if you're in a good trend, this is the last thing you want to happen, right? But in our case, just uh, after two weeks uh, and two intense weeks when we arrived, it has been a good period for us to keep training, despite we had, as you probably know, some players uh, going out with the national teams. It was a good period for us. So actually, we're very satisfied about uh, having that window to prepare the team a little bit deeper tactically, as well to to get to them to know better a little bit expectations uh, settle with the targets and it has been a very good period for us how much did you know about qpr as a club prior to arriving well obviously i got a picture uh, as a football fan as well uh, from many years ago you know about about the history and, and what kind of football likes in qpr the history amazing players that have been playing in this in this club Actually, myself, I was in Loftus Road in 2007. I explained that before. Um, I enjoyed it very much. But obviously, I've been trying to follow championship for the last years. And, and QPR has been part of, <clears throat> of the games, of the teams that I've been, I've been watching some games during the last year, especially. And yeah, I knew a bit about the squad. I knew a bit about the, the style of playing. And that helped me to get a good picture. You've done really well in Scandinavia. You've got this opportunity to come to the championship. How different is it going to be? What sort of similarities are there? How do you expect this sort of go to to to, to pan out in the championship? No, it's always a, a nice challenge on my eyes to to experience a new country, a new culture, a new league. Um, I've been, as you said, I, I've been able to adapt you know, to different countries, especially coming from, you can imagine, from Barcelona, Spain, Spanish football, uh, suddenly go to Swedish football, Norwegian football. Uh, Danish football extremely different as well in between them, <clears throat> so that helped me as well to get a, um, I think a good a good uh, idea on what are the main things that in the beginning as a manager when you start uh, in a new league and especially in the middle of a season that is a very special part of the of the season. So what are the main priorities? What are the things that that you need to learn quick? And in that sense, I have a very good competent staff. They are helping us both me and Xavi a lot. To, to understand uh, the qualities of the teams, to understand what is important in this league, um, added to the fact that, as I said, I had a good picture about both the club and, and the league itself. Football fans obviously love to see football played in the right way. You bring in a Spanish coach, you naturally think to yourself, it's going to be lovely, pleasing on the eye, sexy football. That's not always the way, it's not always possible in the Championship. I mean, how do you counter that? Do you look to go horses for courses on individual games? Will you play in a certain style? I always say that for me, football is a fantastic sport because it can be played in many different ways. And what you might think that is uh, sexy or fantastic football, it might be different for me or for someone else. It might be some clubs, according to the history, I think the culture of a club sets, it's, it's a big part of, of, this, of this feeling. Um, 
sometimes a club can can think that counter-attacking really fast football is the attractive one, while some others might think that possession-based, some others might think that have a very tight defense, the fan very... I think it, it's very, it's very uh, yeah, open in that sense, uh, what is a good way of playing football. That's true that my identity as a coach is always based on having the possession of the ball, trying to be an attacking team, uh, not to speculate so much. Uh, but that doesn't mean that sometimes we need to be able to defend low and, and kind of survive the moment. That doesn't mean that we cannot be good in counter-attacking. So I think that good teams are the ones that having a clear identity are able to perform in different game scenarios and at the same time are dominant enough through the game to make sure that the power they feel more confident uh, is happening uh, really often during the game or at least big part of the game. So my target is to be aligned with, uh, first of all, the culture, the identity that this club had. And in that sense, I think that it was a very easy easy fit. I think that QPR had an history of technical players trying to have a technical attacking football. And that's the way I see football as well. And then it's about adapting, adjusting to the pieces we have right now, uh, this puzzle with the players we have in the squad and be able to win games because at the end, it's about winning, especially in our situation. So this is not about just looking fancy. Uh, it's about playing good football that our supporters can be proud even on the days that we lose, but especially about playing the football that can give us results. You said about winning matches and obviously it's easier said than done, but are you confident you can do it? Are you confident you can help the club climb the league? Yeah, of course. Otherwise, I will not be here. And in terms of the challenge, I mean, one of the challenges so far this season, Marty, has been scoring goals. You've scored one so far in your opening two games. Do you see that perhaps as the biggest challenge? I don't want to judge uh, what happened before. <clears throat> uh, as you said, we score only one goal in two games. It's not enough. It's not enough. It's true that we conceded only one, but by taking draws, we will not get very far. So the target is immediately to start to, to score more goals, to create more chances. At the end of the days, I spoke with the guys. Uh, it was very clear. My job is to try to help them to produce as many goal chances as we can. Uh, then how many goals we will score, it depends a lot on on, on the quality that, that we produce, the, how efficient we can be. Uh, but my target is, as a coach, the ultimate target, I think, is to make sure that my team creates a lot of goal chances and concede very few. That's the ultimate target I have as a coach. So far, it has been only one goal. I think that we lack, especially in the last game against Bristol, we lack a little bit of end product because we were doing a lot of good things until the last third. In the last third, we spoke with the guys. We have been training how to be able to, to produce a bit more. And that will be definitely one of the targets. And just finally from me, I mean, there's time between now and the transfer window. You're going to get more chance to have a look at your squad. But might there be the chance to bring players in? Will you be able to stamp your sort of mould on the squad a bit more? Look, uh, I've been here only not even four weeks. I think uh, the first step as a manager is to make sure that, that we are confident with the guys, that we see what they can they can do. Uh, it's a fresh start for everybody, as I said that before. And in my eyes, there is quality in the squad. So for me now, it's about getting the best of the players. And then, of, of course, as all the clubs in the world, we're going to evaluate on, on the next window, if, if we need something that we cannot find in our current squad or not in the academy, then we might look outside. But for me, the main thing is to make sure that all the players show the best qualities, the best version in the next few games uh, to have a good assessment of what they can do. We wish you the very best of luck. Thanks for your time, Marty. Thank you. Mm. Hi, Marty. Hey. How are you doing? Um, obviously, with the, the the time off, I mean, so much of football is about man management and getting to know your players. You 
you, you come straight in from from uh, Sweden. So has it been a good time just to kind of get to know your squad a bit better in the time you've had in the last sort of two weeks? Definitely, very much. As I said, not only not only what we work on the pitch that obviously has been very very useful. I think that the team has been making good steps in the right direction over the last two weeks. But at the same time, as you said, to to spend some more time with the players, to talk as well with the captains, to get to the to know better as well academy players, young players. So it has been a very productive window. And for yourself as well, I guess a, a bit of time just to kind of get used to new surroundings, being in London and a little bit, but. Most of my days, I mean, from from the hotel to the club and back and forth. So not so much time to go out. Good stuff. And, and just with a couple of guys that, that have been injured, Reggie Cannon and, and, and Clark Salter, any any updates on their potential availability for, for Saturday? Both of them had a good training today. Uh, Jake has been involved in the last two weeks' trainings. So he's feeling very good. He's looking very good. Uh, Reggie had, as you know, some small issues, minor issues in his knee. So he missed the last game. But today he had a good practice and we will evaluate uh, over the next days um, if they are 100% ready for the game. But so far they look they look good. Good stuff. And uh, I mean, you've touched on already about the, um, you know, the need for goals and that. Uh, I heard Roy Hodgson say uh, a few months ago when you're a new manager coming into a, a job, it's everyone talks about tightening up at the back. But the most important thing in his experience was creating relationships between the forwards. And have you found that here as well? Just working on that sort of with the attacking players trying to, you know, to score more goals in that respect. I guess that is a very, very interesting reflection from someone who really knows the game that has been coaching in for many years in many different countries. Um, I do have a holistic approach. So in that sense, for me, football is very difficult to to take it out in different pieces. Uh, the difference for me, the way you defend is very connected to the way you attack and the opposite. So on my eyes is about building a relation between all the players because I cannot see how the left winger should just interact with the striker and not with the left fullback or with the midfield that is around him, right? <clears throat> so for me, it's about building relations all around the pitch, both what when we have the ball, when we don't have the ball, on those moments when we lose or we regain the ball, how are we gonna how are we gonna do? How are we gonna uh, get the best of all the players? And in that sense, of course, there sometimes it emerges some relations, and we have seen so far that, for instance, Elias and Ken, there are two players that they like to play close to each other, and when they are together, they 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 connect very well and they can produce actually certain things. So it's my job to try to find a good balance between the main idea and to try to be able to see. If, if those relations can emerge. But uh, yeah, the attacking power, if you want to call it, it, it will be always very dominant in, in our way of thinking, our way of training. Okay. And you've changed the day off from Wednesdays to Thursdays. What was, what was the thinking behind that? Mm, different training methodology. Uh, that's all. The way we periodize, the way we, we introduce the, yeah, the load, the physical load, the tactical load for many, many reasons. There is some science behind it. It's a different uh, way of, of training. And have the players have the players reacted to that? In a very good way, actually. Not, I don't know if they reacted, but they are happy so far. I think that that gives them a. We explain them why, and, and they accept it in a very good way. And I don't think it has been a, a major uh, change for them. Okay, and just finally, Sinclair Armstrong. He's uh, two goals in two games for the uh, the Irish under twenty ones. I mean, that must be uh, encouraging from your point of view. Definitely uh, glad to to have young players that are taking the right steps. I think he has been performing very well in these in these games. Uh, so far, we are happy with his progression, and hopefully, he will be an important player for us.
Great stuff. Thanks a lot, Marty. Thank you so much. Thanks, Ian James. I uh, just want to come back on that. Ian sort of came in on my last point uh, there, but I just want to start off with uh, Sinclair Armstrong. And uh, did you get to catch some of the highlights, Marty, of the game last night? Yeah, actually, I appreciate the summary. Uh, I will have a look uh, actually this afternoon. Uh, I had the, the game prepared. No, I was not able to watch it yesterday. We live very, very late here from the club. Uh, but yeah, definitely he's a player that has some strengths and it's my job to make sure that we can we can attack in a way that as well his strengths can can shine so the important me for the, for me is is the important thing is that we have different strikers so we can use them in different ways <clears throat> Lyndon has been as well participating with Scotland we have Charlie um, that has been here this week uh, training at really high level so mainly understanding that they are the main three players that can play as a striker and then some others eventually could play in that position as well. It's my job to try to to find the scenarios where they can really show their, their strengths. But uh, yeah, with things, as I said, we know about his pace, we know about his strength. So it's about us to attack in a way that that all these qualities can can, can shine. I suppose, Marty, an awful lot of clubs and an awful lot of teams love this type of possession-based football. And sometimes when we watch it up close and we watch it on, on TV, it can be quite deceiving and sometimes at certain clubs because it can be very lateral in terms of how it's played across. There could be no directness in approaching. How important is it when you're playing a possession type football that there is a directness to it as I always say that possession is just a tool. It's not a it's not a goal by itself. So possession without the the aim of of, of creating the goal chances is useless in my opinion. Um certainly eventually you can use the possession to defend a lead if that's the case. But that's not my way of thinking. So I'm not interested in reaching 70% of possession and not creating a, a, a goal chance. I'm interested in using the ball to move the position, to create the gaps. And in that sense, sometimes you need to play back to open a gap. Sometimes you need to play in a lateral way, as you said, uh, to, to make sure that the opposition shifts and then to create the, the possibility to accelerate the game. What is very important is to find this balance uh, about when is the right moment to accelerate. There is one rule in football that the, the more straight you go, usually, unless you finish the action, the more straight it will come back. So then the games are up and down. This is a rule of football everywhere in every country. So if that's the way you want to play it, fine. That will not be our way of playing. Our way of playing will be more about making sure that our transitions in the moment that we lose the ball, we can regain immediately. And you can only do that if you, if you as a team, you travel all together. If in the, as a team, you make sure that you use the ball to reach higher positions in the pitch. And that requires good quality on the passing game. And that requires the aggressivity, the pace on the ball to make sure that if you can reach a goal chance in one pass, why do you spend 10? I suppose, Marty, we're in a world of technology at the moment and people sometimes overemphasize stats and overemphasize figures and say, oh, look, we had 89% possession and the other team only had 40% or we had uh, in terms of we had so many passes completed compared to other things. And that, they're, they're all figures at the end of the day. No results sort of come from them. But you think maybe football sometimes the people looking on, they look at the stats too much. And Full respect for whatever is the approach to, to understand the game uh, but but I do certainly think that data stats are just a tool uh, depending on how you use this tool can be <clears throat> can be more useful or less useful um, for me the main stat is how many goal chances we create how many we concede because we know that over time <clears throat> if you create 30 chances a game and you concede one 
one day you will lose, eventually two, but over time you're going to win a lot of games. So this is for me the main the, the main stat if you want to look. Possession, all these, it just it just tools. As I said, if you have 70% of possession, but you are not able to break down a defense and you don't create goal chances, possession by itself is not saying so much. Um, there are many, many stats, even the expected goals that a lot of people have a look today. For me, it's very, it, it, it's too easy, too simple to analyze a game by just expected goals. That, by the way, depending on the source, it can it can change a lot. So if it will be that easy just to check expected goals, we should have win this game. This is not the way it works. Uh, otherwise, everybody could be could be a manager, a head coach. We need to analyze the quality on those uh, on those stats and these data. We need to understand how why things are happening, and sometimes those stats can help to understand the game but why things are happening inside the pitch uh, is about understanding of, of the game and Marty final question for me every coach has those subtle little things they like to do in game day uh, in terms of match day in terms of on that day itself in terms of maybe arrival pre-preparation pre uh, maybe it's a thing in terms of meeting maybe it's a thing about a meal before uh, instructions before what sort of subtle thing have you brought into QPR no once again I don't want to compare on what has been done I think that every manager has his own way to do things so what is uh, 100% true is that uh, when I was playing I hated the long meetings before a game um, in my case I do have a week to work with the guys so for me the game day is very much about just the last the last focus the last uh, summary if you want of the of the game plan uh, I like the very short meetings uh, and before the game I, I I leave the players by themselves to have the the routines their concentration if we need to discuss just some last details depending on the lineup of the opponent whatever it's usually very short instructions but uh, I think that the play the, the game belongs to the players so for me actually people will be surprised but the hour before the kickoff is the most boring hour before on the whole week I'm just okay. not so much to Yes, yes, I, I leave the space to the players and my job, my job, it comes from Monday to to before the the, the game. On the game day is, is, is up to the players and that's the way it must be. Then the decisions that I can make in the during the game to adjust things, then it's my time again. Hi, Marty, hope you're well. Um, yeah. so you've been here about three weeks now. How do you assess the progress the team has made in terms of getting towards your idea of how you want to play? I'm very satisfied about the the change today. Actually, we had a very good session, and we were speaking with the staff, with some of the players, that that the progress that it has been made according to the way we want to play in in these just few weeks, it has been massive, massive. So now we can see that some of the what we call principles, some of the behaviors we want to see on the pitch, are starting to settle. That the players are are getting the big ideas. That they are getting this this philosophy about about reaching certain positions in the pitch, about using the ball to move the position, about trying to regain, about trying to, to be a team that is competitive in all the parts of the pitch. Um, I think that that the, the steps are, are definitely encouraging. And what sort of challenge are you expecting from Norwich? They were on a bit of a bad run, but got a win before the international break. Perhaps they'll be in a good, in a good moment now? Definitely, they're a good a good side. I think that, as you said, they had a bad trend uh, some weeks ago, but they managed to turn to come back in a game against Cardiff that was not easy for them in the last minute. So probably they they will 
uh, get a great boost from from that victory. Um, they are a very intense uh, team. I think that that it's clear that I have a German coach in the approach of the game with very clear uh, high tempo. They are one of the top scored teams in the in the league. They have they, they have scored a lot of goals. It's true that they concede as well a lot, but this is the kind of games that probably they like with a lot of space, with a high tempo, with a lot of players offensively that can run. Um, I think the identity that they have is very, very clear, very strong. And in that sense, will be a, will be a very good challenge for us uh, because we expect a, a game with high tempo where they probably will try to, to dominate, to create a lot of situations with open game, with a lot of players, as I said, that can drive the ball, that can attack from second line. And in that sense, tactically, I think it will be a very interesting uh, challenge. And now you've got a run of three games in six days. There's plenty of midweek games as well before the new year. Is that something you're looking forward to? Or would you rather have more time on the training pitch with the players? No, I always like to to compete, of course. Uh, I think as all the players uh, right now, my focus, as I said, I'm not thinking, of course, I'm aware about the calendar. Um, I know the championship is a very intense uh, league in the sense that there is a lot of games, that the calendar is, is tough. Uh, but that's why it's very important to keep all the players on track, all the players feeling that they can be important during certain moments of the season. And, and yeah, so far, my, my target is just Norwich. What will come later, uh, I'm going to prepare uh, when, when, the, when the game is finished. And just finally, uh, I know you've talked a lot about the goal scoring issues already today. But do you feel it's a confidence issue or is it more of a tactical thing that's made it a struggle so far? As I said, I don't care what happened before. I just judge that in the last two games, it's true that we score only one goal. I think that in both games, we could have a score more. It's true as well that against Bristol, as I said, we did a lot of good things in the first in the first part and the build-up in the establish, but we missed a little bit in the last uh, and And that's why we are working to make sure that we can create more goal chances. Um, I don't want to judge if it's self-confidence or not. What I know, know is that we have quality enough, that we have players that can score goals, that Lyndon can score goals, that uh, Armstrong can score goals, that Charlie can score goals. But as well, we have a lot of players like Chrissy, like Ely, like many others, like Dozer, that I think can score more goals over a season. So my job is to create those situations where, where we put them on the right uh, game scenario where they can show the qualities to score the goals. So I think it's just about it's about time that, that the team will start to score more often. Sports Social Podcast Network.